This is the very first episode of my Texas-centric bookish podcast, and I am so glad that you are here. And we have a very special treat for you today. We have who is, in my mind, the most bookish person in the entire state of Texas. Right after this. We're a bookish Texas podcast. We try to keep it fun. So everyone who listens will stay until we're done. We'll talk about some Texas books and Texas authors too. And along the way, we hope to bring some bookish joy to you. On today's first inaugural episode of Clueless Gents Texas-Centric Bookish Podcast, our very first guest is Christine Hall, who is the owner and publisher of Lone Star Literary Life, an online media outlet for all things bookish in Texas. And before doing that, she served as a coordinator for a book blog tour, and she has worked with over 300 authors and publishers to promote Texas books, Texas authors, and Texas publishers. Christine, welcome to the podcast. Hello. We are so happy to have you here. I'm very glad to be here. This is very exciting. I'm happy for you, Michael. Well, thank you so much. And I am happy for me, too, because this thing has been in the works for uh, about a year before I was finally able to kick it off. And all along, even though I didn't tell you, I was planning on having you as my very first guest. And if, and, and if you couldn't do it, I was going to wait until you were ready. Oh, that's good. You didn't didn't just wait until I was ready, huh? Yes, you know and, how my schedule goes. <laughs> and in, uh, under full disclosure, uh, I have known Christine for a little over three years now. Uh, she recruited me to be a part of that book blog tour. And we've been working together ever since, even though we have never met in person. We've, Which is weird. Yes, we've. Because we should have. Right. We've passed by, but uh, we never actually did the face-to-face -face yet, but it's coming. Yeah, it'll, it is. It'll, it'll be here. Okay, so very first question. What does someone who doesn't know about Lone Star Literary Life need to know? What are the benefits to both you know, readers and writers? Oh, gosh. Well, first, I guess, they just need to know that we exist, and even though it's all tech-centric, you don't have to be a Texan to enjoy um, Texas literature or the Texas literary scene as has been illustrated uh, nationally, even internationally, with all of the amazing awards that have gone to books written by Texas authors and about Texas. So um, we are for way more than just Texans. And uh, another thing would be, um, what is a Texan, you know, and that's a pretty loosey-goosey rule uh, we go by, you know, there isn't a, an, a required amount of time that you must have lived in the state. You know, if you call yourself a Texan, we pretty much take you and we forgive you for not getting here fast enough. So, wow. um, but this would probably be the big things, you know, we're for everybody. Yeah, I was in my late 30s before I happened to come to Texas, and I haven't looked back since. You know, I, I love it here. And I yeah, I mean, I, I, me too, and I, I can't imagine as much, even as much as I complain about uh, various weather uh, incidents that we have from day to day or hour to hour. Uh, I can't imagine living anywhere else. I've, I did spend my time uh, about seven years uh, in the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area during my 
formative years. And so I have been out of state and lived out of state. Um, but I got back here. <laughs> and we're, we're happy to have you. Yeah, I think some people, if they just have a Texas frame of mind, you know, they can be honorary Texans and benefit from Lone Star Literary. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And that, that is a thing. The Texas state of mind, I think, is a very, uh, very real thing. Yes, it yes, it is. And if, if anyone has ever gone to the uh, Texas History Museum down in Austin, uh, they mm-hmm. have a little clip. I, th- I think they call it the... Uh, Lone Star experience or something. But anyway, in there, and that is narrated by General uh, Sam Houston, he says something about the Lone Star state of mind. And if anyone has that, you know, please get on out to Lone Star Literary. And I didn't say it before, but your web address is lonestarliterary.com. Is that right? Yes. Much too long. But I, I'm not willing to go through all the hoops to just truncate to Lone Star Lit, which would be way easier. Yeah, I hear that. Someday. Gold. Gold. <laughs> now, how long have you been the owner and publisher? I guess uh, officially I took ownership December of 2018. And then the first issue I published was December of 2019. Is that right? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it it's for good sure to me. two years. It's for sure two years. I keep forgetting, you know, 2020, I'm not sure how to deal with. So, yeah, yes, I, I all know. of 2019 and all of 2020, I was owner and publisher. And then prior to that was, uh, I was the book blog tour coordinator, which I continue to be. And then prior to that, I was a blogger on the blog team. So, um, there you go. Yeah, I think 2020 is a year that a lot of us are just going to try and put out of mind. Yeah. But, I mean, a lot of good things happened this year, despite um, all the difficulties. Um, I And it's a year that I am really glad that we were able to be here for authors who were losing their in-person opportunities and coming to us to help them with the online virtual things, which is what we've done all along. That's but, very you know, true. It, yeah, it was, it was great. I, it, it gave me a lot of warm fuzzies to help people out that were in a pinch because they lost all the places that they would normally sell books. So I was, I was real happy we have that for them. So tell us about a typical book tour. I mean, from an author's perspective, how does that work? If they wanted to have a book tour with Lone Star Literary, uh, what would they do? Well, one is plan ahead. Um, the vlog tours have become enormously popular and, you know, we have a limited number of uh, awesome Texas-based book bloggers. Um, so you have to plan ahead because we can't, we just can't do more than a certain, you know, we have a, we have a cap. Um, so plan ahead and then you get in contact with us and I ask a whole lot of questions and we figure out exactly what it is you want from your book blog tour. Some, some authors want, to kind of get their followers to know them better or to get new followers to, to get them familiar and um, in the know with the authors where other authors are not so concerned about um, having people know them better. They just want people to know their books. So, you know, we do a lot of, um, I, I say we're a boutique uh, blog tour 
company because we really, really get in there and do uh, exactly, they're not cookie cutter book blog tours. They, they may seem sometimes cookie cutter, but they're really not. We're doing exactly what the authors want us to do and customizing and fitting bloggers to uh, genres and categories of books. And so, um, yeah, it, that's, that's kind of it. I don't know if I answered your question. Actually, So I guess based on the goals of the author, that would determine how you go about scheduling the book tour. I mean, do you have certain features that you put on a book tour depending on the needs of the author and what would those be? Oh yeah. Um, We have some, like I said, some authors aren't really even interested in features. They just want uh, the book to get out there. And so we have uh, some blog tours are all reviews. Every single blogger participating does a book review. And um, those are, uh, all of our, our um, reviews, if the Amazon gods are willing to accept them, uh, go on Amazon, go on Goodreads, go on other platforms. But some authors need to have that catalyst of getting some reviews out there to get them rolling, um, you know, for all of the uh, the bots to pick up their book on Amazon, you know, all the behind the scenes stuff that I'm blissfully unaware of, but I know it's there. Um, I don't know how it works, but I don't, do know it works. So there's that. And then there's other authors that they like to, to take it a different direction and provide special features. So we may include a book excerpt. Uh, some authors, music's a big part of either their story or their, their writing process. So we build playlists and uh, we'll put those on Spotify so people can listen to those. Uh, if we have a children's book, for example, we may do a sneak peek and they, they give us access to uh, the illustrations. That's fun. Um, I always love the children's and, and young adult books. So it just, it really is, it's all about what that author wants to present to the, to the readers. Yeah, I, I've enjoyed promoting the children's books too. And, you know, I've even read a few of them and done reviews, uh, which I haven't done in the, you know, read a children's book in a very long time. Of course, I don't have any children, so that would be a reason, but I've always enjoyed that. And another thing that I've enjoyed are the book blitzes. Uh, those oh, are, yeah. I don't know, they're, they're kind of exciting. Talk a little bit about a book blitz. Okay, those are, I think those are really exciting too, especially <clears throat> like we, we just recently did uh, for uh, James Wade. And he has a new book coming out next summer. So we're talking, you know, six, seven months from now. But he came to us and what an honor, you know, wanted us to do the cover reveal. And we worked with his publisher and they kind of kept it quiet. And we had a book trailer that we got to to be the premiere of the book trailer. And that was super fun to do a cover reveal like where we got the first first dibs for a Texas author and a a Texas book and those they are those are just like one day and we have our blogger team just put it out there on all the social media platforms and uh, it's very exciting it, it really is yeah what an honor and you know I, I like I say I have enjoyed that and I look forward to those days uh, I have a little anticipation when I go to sleep the night before knowing that I want to get up and <laughs> I want to get them posts out there and get that social media going and yeah it's it's fun. It's those are some. Uh, what's funny about that from uh, the, I don't know the administrative side of it is looking and 
the bloggers that have that post up at one minute after midnight, boy, they want to be the first ones out there with that <laughs> cover or that, that book trailer. And that, that's really fun too, that the team, we really, the, the, the blogger team is an amazing group, tightly knit. Um, we really work together as a team and uh, the, the turnover rate is, is incredibly low uh, which I think speaks to how much of a, of a team atmosphere we have. Like everybody's in it for the same reason. And that is um, contrary to the, to the, uh, the belief that the, everybody's making big bucks, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's because we love books and we love our Texas authors and our Texas books. Everybody just wants to support them. And that's, that's, that's a great thing. And I know, you know, some authors, when they release a book, you know, they find individual, you know, book bloggers to read their books and, read their books, you know, they'll send them free copies and, uh, in all likelihood, those book bloggers will, you know, eventually uh, read the books and write the reviews. But when you get a group of bloggers, like, you know, the Lone Star Book Blog Tours, you get a whole, you know, gamut of social media, you know, within a short period of time. So do, do you have uh, any, uh, any idea, you know, how much, how many social media posts go out in a typical tour? you know, between all the different bloggers. I mean, we're talking Twitter, we're talking Facebook. I know we started doing Instagram recently. But it's it's a lot. And, and that's, you, you weren't supposed to ask me dates or numbers. Um, and it, it's a changing, <laughs> um, that I, I, I really couldn't, I couldn't give you, but you know, I, I can just think of just a few of our bloggers off the top of my head that I know, you know, they, their combined following on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and then they have the blog followings themselves. You know, I have a couple that are, that are like 25, 30,000 combined. Um, you know, I guess that puts, put some of them into the uh, influencer range, but you know, you, you have a, a few of those and, and, uh, it, the reach is pretty big and yeah, there is overlap because when you're a book blogger, the people following you are, bookish people. Um, right, and right. our bloggers are all primarily just book bloggers. Some of them have to throw in a few extra things. Um, but, uh, yeah, the reach is, the reach is tremendous. Um, I think the, the last time I checked, and this is probably not an accurate number anymore because we've had a few that have defected and moved to other States, the nerve of them. But the last time I looked, I want to say the total combined reach of all of our blogger team. And that is if you had every single blogger using every single platform would be like 750,000. It's wow. amazing. That it's is amazing. amazing. Yeah. Three now, quarters of I would a million love the contacts. Yeah. I'd love the day that we had every single blogger on the team doing something for a single, um, single book. That would be a, a great experiment. I'd love to see that happen. But, um, you know, they all have lives. All of us have, uh, well, not me. This is my day job, but um, everybody has yeah. a day job. And so, you know, that's, again, it's a, it's a gift of love. It's a passion project. Everybody just loves the Texas books and Texas authors. I mean, if I ever, you know, do write a book, you know, I, I will definitely get a tour because I just can't think of a better way to get, you know, that book information out there, you know, to potential readers, but a blog tour right. and, you know, 750,000 potential contacts or potential readers, that's, uh, that is really, really amazing. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. And, you know, we are, um, we are a niche given that, uh, we only do the Texas books 
and Texas and or Texas authors. Um, and then our bloggers are only Texas based book bloggers. And, you know, so our, our, um, there are a lot of other really good book blog tour companies out there. There's a, some stinkers too, um, that it, there aren't any standards. Um, and I have real high standards for the blog tour members. You know, as you're aware, I asked a lot of questions if you can remember in the yes, way back when. Yes, you um, do. And I'm, I'm really proud. This is, it's a very carefully curated group and I'm, I'm always looking for more, um, to build, build the team, but it's, it's definitely hard to find bloggers that meet the standards that I put out there. And, um, I, I got to give everybody on the team snaps too, for putting up with my 7am texts that say, um, you, you have a typo in that third paragraph. <laughs> Would you mind just fixing that for me? You know, so uh, but, you know, a lot of times, most of the time, I would say I don't even have to ask that because it's a, a very yeah. educated um, and diverse group of, uh, of readers that are in the blog tour. And they and they treat the job like the professionals that they are. It's 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 excellent. I, I just can't. I don't have a bad word to say. Yeah, I forgot to mention that you are a card carrying member of the grammar police. <laughs> How could you forget that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I care. I care deeply. And something else I didn't mention to uh, listeners, if you want to read Christine's entire bio, it, it is in the show notes as well as her picture. And I know that yeah. she doesn't like her picture being out there, but uh, oh, well. Oh, well. And oh, yeah, well. it's a riveting read, that bio. Boy, that's some fascinating stuff in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's better than most. Yeah, it's better than most. Oh. Well, thank you. Also, in full disclosure, you know, there is a cost to the book blog tours. I'm not going to have Christine go into it right now, but these are not free. And, you know, it's only fair with the amount of work that actually goes into these tours. There is a tremendous amount of work. And when our, our bloggers review the books or when her bloggers yeah, review the books, everybody right mine, now, you know, um, things change. And I'm, I'm mulling over, I, I'm getting inquiries from bloggers who don't actually have a website type blog. Um, they do their blogging from Instagram. Um, and I've looked at some of these and the, they're full reviews. They have full book reviews and, of course, gorgeous bookstagram pictures um, on Instagram. And so I've thought about, uh, I've thought about, entertaining you know i'm entertaining the idea of, of adding in some bloggers that don't actually have blogs but i every time i'm about to do it i think you know no because not everybody's on instagram and and there needs to be a place to go but you know it, it could change uh but yes right now everyone on the team uh has a blog and uh, most of them are doing a lot more than the sloan star so. now speaking of texas authors uh, for those who have uh, you know, done blog tours, when they write multiple books or a series, uh, don't a lot of them come back because they enjoy the outcome of the tour so much? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, some of some of the, you know, our best our best authors are, are they come back and they just because they love the experience. Um and, and doing a series is not a problem. Starting a, you know, series in the middle is not a problem for us. Everybody is very adaptable. Um, it, yeah, we, we have a lot of return authors. And I, I, um, 
some might say, well, gosh, you know, really compromising your variety when you take the same people back over and over. And I, you know, I disagree. I think, uh, the caliber of authors that, that we're featuring each, each book is a new experience. And, and we very, you know, more and more, even when series books, so many of them stand alone, the writers have the skills to make sure that, I mean, Mike, you, you definitely reviewed books that you haven't read the first ones and you, you hop in and, and they, you know, the authors have those skills to bring you to date without spoiling or ruining, um, they just, you know, every book stands alone, kind of, even if it isn't a series. Yeah, those are the series that I, lo- I like to read, where you can just step in the, into the middle and and not be lost. I mean, there'll still be little nuances that you may not know from, you know, previous books in the series. But you can read the entire story and get full enjoyment out of it uh, because everything is just covered in little backstories that you need to know in order to comprehend that book. Yes, and then they they are also very masterful about um, tweaking and piquing the interest that they drop enough from the prior books that you think, oh, I, I maybe need to I need to pick up that up. I, I think a perfect example, Linda Brody, who does the Western historical romances that are uh, have the, the sweeping covers, but she she knows how to write them with the connection and the crossovers of the characters that you really, you just are, you're just pulled to go back and, and read those prior books. If you haven't, you just, she does a great job of that. Diane Mills does a great job of that. Um, gosh, I can't think of anybody that doesn't. They, they just, the whole, they, they're very skilled, skilled writers. We have so much talent in Texas. Yes, we do. I'll attest to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So if there are any authors out there that want to know more about Lone Star Literary Life, please go to LoneStarLiterary.com. There's a lot of information out there on that website. And for any readers who are interested about these Texas books that we're talking about, go out to LoneStarLiterary.com. They're out there. You can see what blog tours are currently going. And you promote other books that aren't on tours just because they have uh, Texas authors or some type of Texas connection. Is that right? Yes, that's, that's a, a big part of what we do. And I have to give um, a shout out to my managing editor, Michelle Newby Lancaster, who is, um, she, I, I swear she's got a crystal ball or something. She, the books she picks, um, and we, we, we do some discussion, but I'm going to say it's, it's, you know, almost completely Michelle, she picks books, forthcoming titles for us to feature for editorial reviews um, each month. Uh, we do usually one an issue, two, one or two an issue. She knows how to pick them because those books are the ones that end up on all the awards lists. You're not talking just about Texas awards. I'm talking about, you know, big awards and bigger like there's bigger than Texas. Okay. I made it, you know, everything's bigger in Texas, but there are awards outside and, and she picks them. They make the list. They're the books that you see on the best of, you know, from, I shouldn't even say it because it's an East coast publication, but you know, we have the books that are out there. We also have the authors that ought to be out there and they just haven't been picked up yet. They, they're not with a, a big publisher. They may be with a small publisher or even self-published. Um, we're not snobs about that. We just are looking for good books. And um, 
we like to help lift up those those ones that aren't getting the the attention that we think they should be getting attention, um, like they should be getting attention. And so we do that. We have bookish news that we share in each issue. Uh, issues come out on Sunday, uh, so you knew, there's new content on the window, uh, the website every Sunday. And they have. We also have um, once or twice a month uh, an interview. Um, it's called Lone Star Listens with uh, somebody that's connected to the literary world. It may be an author. It might be a poet. It might be a publisher. We have uh, Lone Star excerpts where we excerpt a book. We have Texas Talks that is uh, things like this podcasts and video interviews um, that are hosted by bookish Texas people. We don't do those, but we host those. Um, we also have the Texas Reads column that a couple of contributors that do that and kind of do a roundup of, of books out in, you know, usually mysteries, romance, that kind of thing. We just, there's something for everyone to enjoy uh, with the issues of Lone Star Lit. Um, and so we, you know, we, we would like people to subscribe because that is the the basic easiest way to get all the info every Sunday email in your inbox. Uh, it's free and that keeps you best connected. And I can personally attest that you did not get spammed every day with email from Lone Star <laughs> Literary. And uh, do you sell any of the information or transfer any personal information to anybody else? No, no. Um, we do not share our list, our subscriber list with anybody. So, Christine, in addition to uh, the information that is out there for readers, uh, what other resources are there that are maybe external to Lone Star Literary that you have on the website? I am so glad you asked that question because that's, that's something that I do get emails about. Do you have a recommendation for? And we have pages on the website. Um, look at the tabs that provide information. We have a page that is all of the Texas bookstores, independent and, and chain. They are all there and they are linked. Um, and there's phone numbers with some of them. And we have all of the Texas-based publishers. We have a page that is Texas um, writing groups and book clubs. And these, are, these lists are as good as we can make them with what we can find and what we know, but we are always adding to those. And if people will email us and say, hey, we have a book club that we want people to join, we'll add it, add it to the list. So there are all kinds of resources. Our weekly calendar of events is the only one in the state that has every bookish event around the state happening every day of the week. Wow. Um, so we have a lot of resources um, for people that, that need them. And the uh, major events calendar for book festivals because COVID's going away and, and well, it isn't. Wow. But we're going to all be able to go out in the world with COVID soon. And uh, I hope festivals and, and things start to happen again and conferences. And so it's a great, great resource. So if anyone has a bookish event in Texas, and they want it to be put on your website. They just go to the site, find the email, and let you know. Yep, that's easy as that. Well, I think we're pushing up against the outer limit of the time that I want to keep. I want to try and keep these podcasts short. Christine Hall, I do want to thank you so much for being on this very first inaugural episode. You were wonderful. Woo, woo. <laughs> 
was my pleasure. My pleasure. Easy to talk about this stuff. Inquiring <laughs> minds want to know. Yeah, well, you know, and, and if anybody ever does want to know anything, our, you know, our emails are on the website. I think we have about five too many, but um, email anytime. I'm, I'm happy to answer any questions and to help anyone as much as I can. That is so awesome. Uh, thank you again, Christine, and you have a wonderful day. <laughs> you too. Well, I'm so glad that Christine was able to join us, and I'm so glad we were able to pull it off, and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed it. I hope you were able to take away something positive from this first episode. Be sure to check out the show notes on my website, and also I hope you check out LoneStarLibrary.com. There is so much bookish information there, you won't believe it. I think reading and writing are so important, yet fundamental to our lives. I hope you come back to the next episode because we're going to keep the goodness rolling. All this bookish goodness. We're going to keep it going. And I want you to keep coming back and back and back. This is Michael O'Connor, the Clueless Gent, saying please come back next time. We'll have more bookish goodness. Thank you so much for listening.